cordial greeting for all. God bless you. It is exciting. feel really excited and happy to be able to be gathered at this time uh, so, uh, with our God whom we love with all our heart. Glory to him forever and ever. And also, cordial greeting to all those who are joining us, people who are newcomers, who haven't had a chance to congregate yet in our physical locations, the, the Church of God, Ministry of Jesus Christ International, but are joining us in these live streams. And we feel happy to know that you are with us. It makes us happy because it is beautiful to see the fulfillment of the promises of the, from the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit who had said through prophecy that many people would join us in these live streams and that it was all a plan crafted from God. And it isn't so it is not by chance that you are joining us today, but God has so wanted it. God loves you very much. God has always paid attention to you. Most surely you have seen it in your life, the things you have lived, the way God has protected you and the way God has always been close. And today you get to experience the manifestation of the Lord in the midst of the church, a living God, also beautiful gifts such as the gift of prophecy, visions, dreams. And so I believe that you all share with me that you have uh, it all has a reason to be and it truly is glory to our lord our beloved and beautiful god living god whom we love and follow wholeheartedly and we're going to dedicate this service to him and feeling filled by him with all our willingness and fervor in our souls blessed heavenly father we love you endlessly for your love, for allowing us to be here gathered for the life you give us, for the health, our desire, our love, our fervor we feel for your things. A desire to seek your presence and to give the spiritual things the first place, value the spiritual, the, the heavenly things. Thank you, loved God, for being so good, for allowing us to enjoy and the path of eternal life, the gospel of heaven, the salvation you announced, the forgiveness, the Lord Jesus Christ, the who gives life. We give honor and glory to him. We honor him. We're going to sing to you. We're going to read the Bible. We're going to exalt him for we were created to that end, to honor the Lord, because he, everything was done by him and for whom the Lord determined that all humankind would follow him and love him as his king. And that is what we are doing at this time, for he is the king of glory, the Lord of lords, whom we bless and love. Thank you for the church around the world. Thank you for your endless love. Thank you for your protection and everything that you give us for this huge happiness we have our sister Maria Luisa a teacher worldwide leader of the church lord thank you for her life thank you for everything that she teaches us and everything that you do through her thank you for all the people who are in these live stream for the beautiful way which you have brought them the way you bless them the way you support them you hear them thank you lord in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Glory to the Most High. And let us read in our Bibles. Let us read in Romans. Epistle of the Apostle Paul to the Romans. Chapter number 15. We are going to read starting with verse number 15. And we're going to read for the honor, for the glory for the exaltation of the Most High. Verse number 15. Nevertheless, brethren, I have written more boldly to you on some points as reminding you because of the grace given to me by God. You can read verse 16. Those of you who have the Bible at this time. 
that I might be a minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles ministering the gospel of God, that the offering of the Gentiles might be accepted, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. There, you may read, therefore, I have a reason to glory in Christ Jesus and the things which pertain to God, for I will not dare to speak of any of those things which Christ has not accomplished through me in word and deed to make the, the Gentiles obedient, said the Apostle Paul, in word and deed, which is the power of God, in mighty signs and wonders, by the power of the, Holy, the Spirit of God. Glory to the Lord. How wonderful. The power of God. So that from Jerusalem and round about to Illyricum, I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. And so I have made it my aim to preach the gospel, not where Christ was named, lest I should build on another man's foundation, but as it is written, to whom he was not announced, they shall see. And those who have not heard shall, under, shall understand. Blessed is the name of the Lord. Glory to God. How wonderful. You may take your seats. And so we get ready to sing to the Lord. We are going to sing initially hymn number 24, there is power in the blood, number 24. Blessed is the name of the Lord. How great and wonderful is the Lord Almighty. As you can see, we are talking about the power of God greatly. For Today we're going to preach about the power of God and also the evangelization. And we're also going to sing number 121. Oh, my Jesus, you have done great things for me. Number 121. Thank you, Lord. Praises forever and ever. Who among you says great things Christ has done for me? Who among you says this? Blessed is the Lord. Who among you raises your hand and says, yes, great things Christ has done for us all, for me. Praises to him. Exalted be his name, for he is the almighty God, the God of power whom we love, revere and follow. And we thank him every single day of our lives. Ever since we wake up, we say, thank you, Lord, for life. Thank you, Lord, for this new day you give us. What would be our, our existence without you? And that's the way it is. Our life is the most beautiful thing for we have the lord we have him glory to him forevermore let us rise and we are going to tell him our gratitude because how could we not bless him how could we not say to him thank you how could we not take advantage of this opportunity now that we're all gathered the lord is paying close attention to our hearts seeing we're focused our reverence, our happiness, our gratitude who, that just bursts out from our hearts and our souls that are joyful and overjoyed with the Lord. Blessed God, at this moment we want to give you thanks for the multitude of your favors, your mercies, your power, all the prayers you have answered because we have been before you praying this whole this entire time preparing our hearts for you acknowledging our mistakes and also calling on to you and we have seen your and your response and your help we have seen your protection your love your manifestation your guide that you are by our side the entire time supporting us in everything lord Take watching for us. And there is nothing more precious, Lord, than to call before you and see your answer. There's nothing more beautiful than to see your prophecies fulfilled, which you have given us. The general prophecies through our sister Maria Luisa, everything you've been speaking and 
the wonderful way in which you have been fulfilling each promise. We have seen this. Our eyes, Lord, have contemplated it. We have felt it. We have enjoyed it in every way, Lord, our spiritual lives, because you have also transformed us. You have changed us, our mistakes, our weaknesses, our flaws. And also, Lord, you, you have allowed us to understand the written word, the Bible, and feel in our hearts the desire to seek your things and to partake of the heavenly things. And you have manifested yourself, Lord. For that reason, we have no way to repay you, Lord. You have also given us as, as if that, that were not enough in everything, whether a lot or a little bit. But you've given us so many blessings in this, in our material lives, starting with our health, our bodies, our lives themselves. You have protected us from wickedness, from harm, this, this illness, the virus that's going around in the midst of humankind. And you have been paying attention to us. You have been working so many miracles. And also you have given us, Lord, your presence, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Lord has visited us. Our Lord has come to our lives and he has allowed us to partake of the spiritual gifts. As the Bible says of the next, the, the time to come to illustrate all the things that are eternal life in the spiritual world and realm that is real and palpable, which we have with the living God that you have given us. Thank you, beloved God. You are worshipped. You are beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. We love you. We revere you. We honor you with all the strength of our being. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Blessed is the name of our Lord. Glory to God. May, all, may we all gather and enjoy the teachings that our sister Mary Louise has sent us, all the material that is posted on the website of the church. It is like a dream, truly, to enjoy all of this blessing, to be able to praise as a family with our loved ones, to bless the Lord, to seek his presence, to be in fellowship with God. And it is the most wonderful thing that can happen to us in life and to sing to him. Which is why we are going to sing also, we'll not only sing, but we're going to clap our hands and we're going to clap our hands. Clapping our hands along, clapping along, because on the screen you will see the title so that those of you who are starting out, you can see it. And, and, and that way we rejoice in these beautiful songs that allow us to feel the presence of God in our lives. Isn't this right? Of course, it is absolutely true. We feel something wonderful is happening in our hearts, in our beings, and that we have, we, have, we have come close to the Lord, which is the most beautiful thing, the way to, to have fellowship with our God. And let us sing chorus number 68, a grand, grand banquet we will celebrate. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. We love you. We exalt you. We bless you. You are great. You are good, Lord. Praises to you. How great is the Most High. May we, everyone loves the Lord, the Creator, for powerful is, is the Lord. Who among you says, powerful is the Lord? How powerful is the Lord? Yes. He is the mighty one, as the Bible says, the mighty, the mighty one, the mighty awesome one, says the Bible. What a beautiful way to say to the Lord, you are the mighty awesome one. It is in the Bible. It's written in the Bible that way. You are, Lord, a mighty awesome one. Our Lord will feel, will, will, we will make happy, make him happy that way. And at this time, you are going to see on the screen... Uh, an invitation, it is a tutorial as to how you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. You will see it. You can subscribe to it as it is showing. 
First, you can like all the content because we all like it. Glory to God. We like to praise the Lord. Then you subscribe and afterward you enable all your notifications because in that way we will be able to evangelize people even more and we will be able to also share the live streams because if we are in the YouTube channel, then we can send to our friends, to the people we know, all the messages from our sister Maria Luisa. And that's beautiful. God will, we will make the Lord very happy because the Lord, the Holy Spirit wants us to be so. The Holy Spirit said it very recently that we would be evangelizing people through the internet. So this is something that it is, that something that will please God, that you also share to your friends, to your family members, all these sermons, the live streams, the, the sermons from our sister Maria Luisa as well. And uh, most certainly God will reach the hearts of all your family members. And then the Lord will feel, will, you will make God happy to see that you are doing this. Who among you wants to evangelize people? I believe we all do. That's what we need. We, we can't be selfish. We, God has blessed us so much now. Now, it is up to us to share to other people who need him very much. Isn't this right? Of course it is. And let us sing another chorus. Chorus number 116. We need his mighty power. That is what we need. Who among you needs power? Glory to God. Do you need, you need power? Yes. Uh, do I need that power? Yes. We all need that power for God to give us that power. Power. His mighty power. His heavenly power. Thank you, Lord. May it be so. Give us power, Lord. Spiritual power. The spiritual gifts. Glory to you, blessed King. Lord, we want to sing more because it is very beautiful. Let us sing it again, please. Chorus number 116, and let us focus and ask God to give us this spiritual power because we need it. That's what the chorus says. It, it says, it will, the Lord will give to his people, which means our Lord, our God, power. And, for, and why does he give us this power to evangelize people? And that is the title of the sermon. The power of God to evangelize. And we are going to read in our Bibles. And we're going to read in the book of Isaiah. Chapter number 11. Isaiah chapter number 11. We're going to read in our Bibles. What the prophet Isaiah teaches us about the power of in our Lord Jesus Christ. Isaiah chapter number chapter 11 verse number 1 There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse and a branch shall grow out of his roots and it says the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The Spirit of wisdom and understanding. The Spirit of counsel and what? Might. That's what it is. Might or power. Power of God. The Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Amen. Glory to the Lord. You may take your seats. And this power was, at the time, meant that to the midst of man, a wonderful being was forthcoming who would have extraordinary attributes and skills and authority God-given, which was called power, power of God. In the Lord Jesus Christ, who, when we see it in his human 
part, the Lord, the Heavenly Father, intended through this prophecy that the prophet Isaiah to represent him in that magnitude as a human being with these abilities. Among which we see the power, because it says the spirit of might, meaning power. That's the topic we are going to focus on. The power of God to evangelize. But the Lord, Jesus, took all these abilities. Abilities because the Lord Jesus was certainly God, the Son of God, who became a man. Meaning, in one way or another, It was, to, it was understandable that all those abilities were already in him. However, the Lord decided to do this and show him in his human facet for him to be valued, for him to be heard because he would evangelize. And it is what we find in verse number four. But with righteousness he shall judge the poor. Meaning that the Lord was already seeking those who were meek and poor in spirit, as, the, as it says in the Beatitudes, for them to receive the gospel in their hearts with humility, with modesty and to enjoy and receive the living water which the Lord was giving them and also that he would take it upon himself it states decide with equity for the meek of the earth the same thing the meek the humble who were willing to open their hearts to receive his teachings and had no pride to reject the Lord, but the complete opposite to welcome it in their hearts, to open the doors of their hearts so that the Lord would visit them and would dine with them. And it also states, he shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, talking about the rod, because the rod represents the power of God. The rod is a wonderful metaphor or comparison with the power of God. In the rod, we have summed up in one word, the power of God. Anytime you think about the power of God, it's good to think about the rod. And that rod, you find it, for example, And was with Moses. We will read it later on. Very briefly. The rod. God gave it to Moses. And you know that Moses. Was also. A symbol. Of the Lord as the savior. But God gave Moses. A great deal of power. So that Moses would also. We could say not today. As we say evangelize. But. We could say that for Moses to make it known, for him to make the work of the powerful, mighty, awesome one, the living God, the eternal, everlasting God, a creator of heaven and earth, and to make it known, the God of the Hebrew people, physically speaking, back then. And Moses showed came before Pharaoh to speak to him about that wonderful God. In other words, not that he was evangelizing him because you were not talking about the gospel back then, but he was making it known and he was notifying him and he was inviting him to follow the creator, the God, the beautiful God who had manifested himself to the life of Moses and the people's lives, people of Israel. 
And when the Lord said here he would strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, it's the power of his, of his word because the rod was also in, in him with everything he spoke. And everything was fulfilled because it was the power of God in him. It was a rod that was invisible. Moses' rod was visible, physical. The Lord Jesus' you could not you couldn't see it, but it was in him. With all its magnitude. Today in the church, the Lord is given that rod. For example, I I heard a a dream a few days ago, a person who shared with us that she saw that Sister Mary Louisa had a very beautiful rod, was holding it. And that happens when our Sister Mary Louisa teaches us, when she prophesies to the church in a general way that God supports her words. That's the power of God. This is something extraordinary, beautiful, because it is the might of heaven. It is the Bible itself that hides and conceals eternal life, starting with the beautiful works of the Creator and His operations of what? Of power, glory to God. And it states that the Lord would righteousness, it says, with that rod he would bring equity, and with this, it says, with the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. He who one day followed the Lord and after a few years forsook the path of God today, however, that cannot happen. Nor will it happen. We must beware lest that happen to us, but instead be genuinely faithful to the Lord. That the Lord in verse 6 would achieve a divine wonder with that rod, with that power to transform human beings. To transform he who had traits as in a, as a com comparison be, was like a wolf and turned it into a lamb. Glory to the Lord in the temperament or the thoughts or the behavior in his conduct. That the leopard would lie down with a young goat, meaning they would spend time together. When this is impossible to achieve, God would make this, would turn this into a reality for a leopard to be, to dwell. A, a leopard that is wild will stay with a lamb. Glory to God. And so forth and so on. Everything that the gospel means and we see it here. Because... In that Son of God, in the Lord Jesus Christ, in the Son of God who became a man, was the power of God to evangelize, to make it, make the hearts turn to God, also, just as John the Baptist had also began to do so. But the power of God was in the Lord Jesus. As it was... And Moses, we can't fully read it, but in the book of Exodus, you can find it the way Moses again and again, when he was bestowed upon with that beautiful rod and he had to face off against the sorcerers when he had to raise up the rod to divide the sea and for the people to walk on dry land. The rod was there because the power of God was there in that physical rod. And in the Lord Jesus Christ, the rod also existed in a spiritual way. And in the Lord Jesus, now in the Gospels, it shows the way the power of God came forth in a very descriptive way and also to highlight it, this there are many passages wherein the Lord Jesus Christ was performed healings. One of them is in Luke. Let us read chapter number six, wherein where we see the power of God in the Lord Jesus Christ. 
the spirit of power that was with him, just as it had been prophesied by the prophet Isaiah. And Luke chapter 6 states in verse number 18, as well as those who were tormented with unclean spirits, they were healed. Why? Because Why did those things, these wonderful healings happen? Because the Lord Jesus Christ had that power of God, that invisible rod, the plenitude, the fullness of the power of God of the Most High. And because of that, great miracles had to happen. And all these Wonderful works had to happen. Verse number 19, and all the whole multitude sought to touch him. Because when people saw the power of God, they wanted to come near him, of course. For God so established it that it was with power, the power of the Most High. The way in which the wonderful work of evangelization would begin. Because the Lord would... Fulfill the law of Moses and transition into a new method for humankind to attain salvation for their souls, which was the gospel of the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. And to that end, he needed power because if there's no power, you can't do anything. You do everything with the power of God. And that power would remain in the Lord Jesus. And the writer said that for power went out from him. Imagine such a beautiful expression. Truly, it isn't that it was coming out because it was already in him. And because of it being in him, thing, everything, all sorts of things just happened because it was God's power. And the writer said power went out from him and and people saw to seek him for power went out from him. It was a way to say it. That it was so powerful that it was as though power was coming out from him. But it wasn't that it was going out. It was already in him. Because it was already in him, everything happened. And he healed them all. Just like another passage in the Gospels where... We see that there was a multitude and that the Lord realized that power had gone out from him and that a woman had been healed. This is also a way, just a way of, of phrasing it to highlight the wonderful miracle that happened. And especially to imply and make it known the power, the huge power that remained that that laid in the Lord Jesus to perform that unique work for which we have attained salvation and eternal life. It was his preaching of the gospel. But the preaching of the gospel, he performed it with a great deal of power. He performed it with many signs. Many believed because of the power that manifested itself. And also... The Lord, and we can also draw a parallel between what the Lord lived with his disciples compared to what, what Moses lived in antiquity. Because the power that was in him also was, was also transferred onto those who followed him as disciples. Even at a time when the Holy Spirit had not come yet. Because the Bible says in Luke here, chapter number 9, that the Lord, He gave power and authority. Chapter 9, Luke 9, 1. Power and authority to His disciples, to His followers, to 12 disciples we read here so that they would carry out great miracles signs wonders healings which is what the lord 
intended to do back then, and today it has changed because today that power is unleashed with the coming, uh, or was unleashed with the coming of the Holy Spirit. But back then, it was unleashed with the authority that God gave them to perform these miracles. And it was so, the way he said it. Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority. It is very important because the definition of power is an ability to do something. The person is powerful when a person is able to do something. And the person is spiritually powerful when is able to heal someone who's sick. But it isn't that the person has that ability on its own, but rather it is because God has authorized that person to do it, which is why the power of God is an authorization that God gives to a human being to do something. Today, for example, when our sister Maria Luisa said to the church, through prophecy, the Holy Spirit, by the mouth of our sister Maria Luisa, he said to the whole church that if they were at home and they had a family member who was sick and had not come to church, for example, or perhaps a person might have already come to the church, but the emphasis was in people who had not come to church or were sick or had any kind of a problem to lay your hands. Even if th those people had still not received the baptism with the Holy Spirit. So at that time, at that moment, the power of God came about because it was an authorization that was issued to then have the person perform that task to lay hands. And because of being authorized during that prophecy, then to have the power of God, the authority over those illnesses, the authority over those un evil spirits, over nightmares, over harm, over power, or problems rather, because that is the power of God to, to pray for special petitions if there's anyone who is going through trouble. Lord, please protect my family member from any peril. Or someone had a, a, an unpleasant dream and is worried about the dream, which is a warning. Lord, may that dream not be fulfilled. May that peril not come to pass. Through the prophecy of our sister Maria Luisa, I was authorized to pray. And with that authorization, I am praying for my family member who is sick. Or as it happened to a sister with his family, her family member who was ill, had a, an issue with his spine and was afraid of going through surgery because they were saying there's nothing certain with that surgery, especially under the conditions we're in. On the one hand, to contaminate with the virus at a OR and also the surgery itself, which was a surgery, a spine surgery. They gave the person no guarantee, but they gave him no guarantee to that person to be healed. And at that moment, the sister of the church, when the person received, when the sister received that authorization or authority, that power being having been authorized by the Holy Spirit, then the person laid her hands, even though she didn't speak in tongues or prophesied, laid her hands on her family member. And the family member had a dream a few days afterward. She was just starting out to congregate with us to watch these live streams. And she had a dream wherein she saw a, that she, she saw herself at an OR. And in the OR, there was Sister Maria Luisa was there, whom our sister had seen. Our, she saw her in a live stream and in the dream she she recognized her and she was leading the surgery and so she showed her she showed her the problem in her back and her spine and said don't worry sister Maria Luisa said with the procedure we have done 
you are going it's going to be okay you're going to be able to walk no problem and just as the person had gone through surgery just as there was a testimony i shared last week a person who had his bladder removed and had the effects of the anesthesia the same thing happened in this case she had to recover from the surgery very quickly and was completely healed afterward and the spine was in perfect condition and the ability to move was absolutely perfect that is the power of god glory to the name of the lord God heard the sister of the church who was authorized during the general prophecy from her sister Mary Louisa, authorized to do that job. What allows us to learn today then that for us to exercise the power of God, if there is an authorization that has been granted to the person, even the person doesn't have the spiritual gifts yet, doesn't have the Holy Spirit yet, or the baptism of the Holy Spirit is yet, person can minister and exercise it, and God will support that person because the person has been authorized. Same thing in this case. They were authorized, and they the power of God did not still come. And what laid in the Lord Jesus, it also came over. It, it was transferred onto them. And so, similar to the Bible passage, where Elijah asked the Lord to, Elijah rather, to give him a double portion of what was in Elijah, because there was a lot of power in Elijah, and Elijah performed great wonders. We have seen these things in the Bible, that with his prayer alone, first it stopped raining, and then it rained again. So many miracles that Elijah performed compared to, he is compared to John the Baptist. And so Elisha asked the Lord to give him a double portion of that. Imagine that. And with that double portion, Elisha, as soon as he saw Elijah depart, that the Lord took him alive unto eternity in a chariot of fire. It was a great vision. With that, man, when he picked up the mantle, he started to, to perform great deeds. And with that extraordinary work of God, it operated in him because it was the power of God. It was the portion of because that's the power of God, or, or what we would say, it is the manifestation of the Most High in a human being in antiquity as Elisha, from Elijah to Elisha, and here the Lord Jesus to these twelve disciples, because it says he gave them power and authority over all demons. For example, when someone has nightmares when someone has had witchcraft worked on them when someone is just feeling desperate the person we say it's restrained it's spiritual bonds anguished because of financial problems personal persons worried because of a, a problem going on inside his household and so on whatever harm the devil does against that person, then with the prayer, with the laying on of hands, it is taken away because there's an authority and the devil flees. The devil goes away. That is the power of God. And in the case of our sister Maria Luisa, we have seen this many times with great tragedies of nature, with, with hurricanes, for example, in the United States, when hurricanes are coming, our sister or, for instance, when they're they're going towards Puerto Rico, for instance, our sister Mary Louisa has prayed, has asked the Lord, God answered her, and or in a prophecy, the Holy Spirit says that the hurricane is not going to get there and it deviates. That is power over these spiritual, this natural phenomenon that our spirits that want to wreak havoc. Therefore, we're not far from these biblical events. Because what the Lord wants today is for us to live the Bible glory to the name of the Lord. And we are living it. That's why it states that it is an authority, an authorization over all demons and to cure diseases. We can't be afraid. We can't be feel scared. Also, people who are authorized, who have laying on of hands or when we, whenever we gather, all of this is wonderful and you should think how beautiful to have someone lay hands on me because God will hear that prayer. I am sure God will bless me. That's the way we should we ought to think. 
And it says that he gave them these gifts. He gave them the, these authorizations. Verse number two, what for? He sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the, the, the sick, sick. So the power of God is meant to evangelize people today. The power of God comes from God, of course, as it was taught by our sister Maria Luisa. It isn't man-given. It is not acquired at a school, a human school, but it is God-given. And it isn't meant for human beings to feel proud and be filled with pride and say, I am powerful. But also that's why the Bible says the mighty ones, because they have power. And we can say to the Lord, Lord, give me powers. But before we ask God for power, we must examine ourselves and say, Lord, I long, I wish to have power. Not to say that I am powerful just because, no, but for me to evangelize so that people can come to you and see you. And that's what the Lord wants us all to do. Ask the Lord to give us these powers to authorize us and to manifest himself in our lives. Because those powers are called today the spiritual gifts. Those, and back then they were called the rod, the rod of Moses. Because with that rod, the blessed rod, Moses performed miracles everywhere he went. Those unboundless, endless, with that he with that rod he got water off a rock either. With the rod, all the plagues came for the power of the most high to be shown in the midst of man. And later on the Lord Jesus had a rod and had power. But today, that power happens with the spiritual gifts and with the coming of the Holy Spirit to the midst of us. And so we represent the rod and antiquity. We think about Moses. We think about the Lord Jesus. And now we think about the spiritual gifts and the coming of the Holy Spirit who will authorize us and give us that ability and that authority or that power to do things. But ultimately it is meant to evangelize so that people who receive benefits may know God. Therefore, no one can feel pride or superior because the person must feel gr grateful to the Lord because God has authorized you to do that and gives you those gifts to save souls for the kingdom glory to the lord just as the lord jesus christ gave this authority to his disciples and this back then even though the holy spirit had not come yet on the day of pentecost because the lord walked in the midst of earth he had not been glorified yet he they had to wait for the coming of the Holy Spirit. Also, Moses, you might remember it is written in the Bible, in the Bible, the book of Numbers, chapter number 11. He authorized 70 elders. Same thing as the Lord Jesus Christ. How did he authorize them? He authorized them to prophesy, and to help him do the work to make God known, to minister the power of God in the midst of the people of Israel. We see this in Numbers 11, verse number 16. The Bible says, So the Lord said to Moses, Gather to me seventy men of the elders of Israel, whom you know to be the elders of the people and, and officers over them, bring them to the tabernacle of meeting that they may stand there with you. Then I will come down and talk with you there. I will take 
of the spirit that is upon you. When it says, and I will take of the spirit that is upon you, it means I am going to take the power that is in you and I am going to share it to them. And will put the same upon them and they shall bear the burden of the people with you that you may not bear it yourself alone. It is a beautiful comparison to what happened with the Lord Jesus with his disciples as well. And it was the same thing that happened to Moses, that what was in them, and that's the way the Bible says it, the spirit that was upon them, meaning the spirit of God, the power of the Lord, that was also, as we read in Isaiah, in the Lord Jesus Christ, in a boundless way that was always there for we had also read recently that when John went to baptize the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible states that the Lord, the everlasting Father, the glorious Father said to John so that he would love the Lord Jesus and so that he would prepare the way of the Lord so that the hearts that were had been hardened in the people, the ancient people of Israel who lived on traditions, but just out of stubbornness, didn't want to accept what had already been written in the books of the prophets concerning the gospel, just with the power of God. They would seek the Most High. And that is why the Lord gave all those signs to John and said on him, upon whom you see the Holy Spirit descend, and physically he represented it as a dove, but he also said, and in whom it remains, because in antiquity the power of God didn't remain, but it would just come for a moment and would depart afterward. And in him on whom you see the power of God remain, he is, who baptizes with Holy Spirit and fire, glory to the Lord. And he is the mighty one. Because he also has such a power. Imagine uh, to baptize with with Holy Spirit and fire. It is a wonderful power. But it is so that the hearts seek the Lord. So that they turn to God. So that their hearts, as the Bible says, the heart that are that is turn, tender, that prepares itself to seek God with humility, with meekness, and to do the work of God, the job God allows to, which is to evangelize others. And that wonderful work of the Lord was then meant for the old, the New Testament in Acts of the Apostles, chapter number one, what we would call our rod today, and it is represented in that power of God and the authority, the authorization that is given through prophecy with certain uh, instructions for certain people and that it also operates on a general level when the Holy Spirit comes and you receive the baptism with the Holy Spirit and then... The spiritual gifts become awa are awakened. That is the rod in the New Testament. Glory to the Lord. And we see this in Acts chapter number 1, verse number 8. When the Lord, after he resurrected and before he ascended to the presence of the Father, several days had gone all by when they asked him, if the kingdom, the kings, would again be established and lead the people of Israel, the ancient people of Israel, the Lord, to that question in verse 7, answered them, saying that this was something that was only up to the Father. It was in his own authority. But that... He was offering a spiritual kingdom. He answered them. Because it was no, it was no longer a physical kingdom with, with weapons, with physical swords, horses, but rather, we would say, with spiritual weapons that, that it could be the spiritual rod today, we could call it. And that in the New Testament, this is called 
to enjoy the spiritual gifts. Glory to the Lord. Those wonderful gifts that abound in the church. Glory to God. And those wonderful gifts that allow us all to enjoy healings, miracles, speaking in tongues, prophesying, discerning spirits, having wisdom, knowledge, wonderful gifts that are very many, which we see them written in the Bible. That is the power of God. And today the Lord authorizes his children to minister those spiritual gifts. Why? So that they would, can preach the gospel to evangelize others. That, hence the title of the sermon, The Power of God to Evangelize. But he said, and he said to them, But you shall receive power. It is the great blessing. And he specified what, what power entailed in the New Testament when, you, when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And when you have the Holy Spirit upon you, which happened on the day of Pentecost, when they spoke in tongues, the people, the Jewish people, physically speaking, and then the Gentiles, when Peter evangelized Cornelius, who was a Roman man in Acts 10, then the Holy Spirit came. It, it awakened that power God had foretold. And it said so here, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And what is that power for? And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and all uh, Judea, Samaria, to the end of the earth. As the Lord said to his disciples, Mark 16, 16, that they had to go preach the gospel into, the, into all the nations and that these signs would follow those who loved the Lord and would enjoy that heavenly power. In his name, they would cast out demons. They would speak new tongues. It is exactly the same. The spiritual gifts to preach the gospel to all nations. Which is what today we God is allowing. To, uh, someone told me recently. And it is a promise from the Holy Spirit. That people from different religions and congregations. Whole congregations would come and would follow, tune in our to our live streams and would be in fellowship with us. So they told me that there are people in Kenya where there is no church yet, but there's a pastor there who got to know about our church and he is fascinated with the church and he has all his congregants watching the live streams we're already sending translations there in English, French, in an African language as well. My brother who lives in Austria, he's helping us. And also, they're sending them videos to people that are close to that pastor who live in Tanzania. So just imagine that, brothers and sisters, what it is what it's stated here to the end of the earth, to all countries, all nations, everyone will have a chance. And it is the fulfillment of the word of the Lord. They're marvel because God is performing miracles with the prayers from our sister Mary Louisa, with the prophecies. Blessed is the name of the Lord. A person from Pakistan as well, who was, we could say, got in touch with a pastor of our church and he evangelized her and she had received benefits, her husband as well. This is wonderful, brothers and sisters, the way our Lord fulfills his word. And it is what the apostle Peter, to finish off in First Peter chapter number four, we are going to read, he specified about concerning the power of God, Related to the spiritual gifts. Praises to the King of Glory. That to us, He has given us this beautiful blessing. How privileged we are to have the spiritual gifts and to have the power of God. Because everything is done with the power of God. And the Apostle Peter said, And neither my, pre my preaching was not with persuasive words to convince you with human wisdom, with philosophy, with theory, 
but rather in demonstration of spirit and power with miracles, which is what we hear constantly. The testimonies that we share, the testimonies that are published on the website of the church where when where you can go and see them hear them those are it is our letter of introduction letter of presentation of this beautiful god of this powerful god who has given us his power who has given us this rod today with the spiritual gifts which is why verse 11 in 1 Peter 4 states if anyone speaks let him speak as the oracles of god as if anyone ministers, let him do it as with the ability. Ability means power, which God supplies. A minister means to administer, to exercise it. And it should be done according to the ability, meaning the power God gives, the according to the authorization God grants. To the measure God determines, for example, the gift of faith that God grants people to trust to such extent, to believe to such extent in the power of the Lord, to have that certainty and that confidence that God will never fail, that God is powerful, more powerful than the devil, most powerful than, than anything on this life, which is why he said in verse number 10, be as each one has received minister to one another. And it says, minister according to the power, power God gives. That's the way it's clear. He's talking about the spiritual gifts. And what not to say about the Bible says in Ephesians 3, 7, 10, 3, 7, when he said that he was ministering and preaching according to the abundant grace of the exceeding power of God to principalities and powers through the church to many people today who have authority in the midst of men, they will also have a chance through the church just as back then rulers were able to be notified and those whom God addressed today through the church, he does so as well to give them an opportunity, a chance for them to know the power of heaven and the spiritual gifts to embrace the gospel and be saved. Blessed is the name of the Lord. Let us rise and let us pray to our creator for our petitions. And among them, this one, may the Lord grant us his power. May the Lord perfect us to be worthy of his power and that far be it from us to be pr proud, but rather may we feel the desire to evangelize so that on the day we die, we present before the Lord, as the hymn says, on our crowns, many stars representing the souls we have won for the Lord. And that that is what must inspire our life. Blessed God, we thank you with all our heart for your blessings upon us today with the power of God and the spiritual gifts, the coming of the Holy Spirit. To what for, Lord? To evangelize souls, to win stars in our crown, to fulfill the great command and mission you gave us which was to evangelize and win souls for the kingdom to think about others and not be selfish to desire that many people just like us may experience transformation may experience the power the fullness of power of god his manifold wisdom as the bible states because it's in many ways and it is manifested because it is given by God, because it is true, because it is authentic, because it only comes from on high to overcome and defeat the wicked hosts of evil in the heavenly places so that the Most High may protect us from witchcraft, from sorcery, from depression, from torment, from fear, from worry, from dread because of financial reasons, 
because of uh, a lack of food, because of, of harmony inside our households with our children, may the wicked one not prevail or nor triumph ever over the Lord, and may the gates of heaven always prevail over the gates of hell, Hades, may it be so. For the power of God prevails and shall prevail. Glory to the Lord. For that God has given us power, which we did, we long for, and we ask you, Lord, and so, so that we may serve you in this way and preach your gospel, so that you, Lord, every day may visit us with your spiritual gifts, so that you, O God Most High, be with us always hearing our, our prayers, blessing the church and protecting us from evil. May all those who are watching the live stream be blessed, O Lord, and may you visit them at this time, and may you hear their prayers, just as, just as Elizabeth stated, as the prophet said in the Bible that you visited them, and that you fulfilled what you had promised them, and that you heard what they asked of you. In the same way, Lord, right now, give blessings, we ask, with the fullness of your power, for your blessings are perfect and makes our souls happy. Glory to God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise us to the King of glory. Let us sing, brothers and sisters, chorus number 154. Lord, send me out to preach. Who among you says this to the Lord? Lord, send me out to preach. It is what we're going to sing. We all say, send me out to preach, just as Isaiah said to the Lord, Behold, here I am, send me, Lord, glory to God. And the Lord purified him and sent him out and turned him into a prophet of the Most High, glory to the Eternal King. We all want to be servants of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Number 154. Thank you, Lord. Blessed is your name. We love you and worship you. Glory to the everlasting one. Praises to our beloved God. God is good. God is power. His name lives forever and ever. May the everlasting God grant you his power. and May he make you children of the mighty one. Praises to the king of glory. Have a great night. A good day to you all. We love you with all our hearts also. So long.